I hope that everyone is well. It's been a little while since I have recorded a, a message for this hush of a group, for this important group who has undertaken the civility pledge. I want to really just also thank all of you, those uh, Baruch Hashem, we're over 200 people now who have signed up to be part of this initiative. And I know it's in the grand scheme of things, it's something small, but at least it's something that we're doing to try to make the world a little kinder. And if not the world, at least to try to make our lives a little kinder, our Dalaramis, our own immediate surroundings, a little bit kinder, a little bit sweeter, a little bit nicer. So thank you all. And, and I want to tell you that I've so appreciated the feedback, the stories, the vignettes, the insights, the ideas. They've really given me such incredible chizik in my own life as well. And I just wanted to share with you a short idea as we go into the Shabbos, Parshas Balak. And then, of course, as we come on Sunday to Shavasar B'Tamuz, the 17th of Tamuz, the beginning of the three weeks. You know, in Parshas Balak, we know the story. Everyone knows the story that Bilam, excuse me, Balak, the king of Moab, goes ahead and tries to hire Bilam to curse the Jewish people. But, of course, it doesn't work. And in Perech of Dalet Pasuk Beis, chapter 24, verse 2, so the Torah says, Vayisam, Vayisa Bilam es Einov, Bilam lifted his eyes, Vayar es Yisrael shochin l'shvatav. He saw the Jewish people literally camping according to their tribes, Vatihi alav ruach elokim, and the Spirit of God rested upon him. So it's interesting, is Rashi on the Pasuk understands that there's a cause and effect. He saw the Jewish people camping according to their tribes, and therefore the Spirit of God rested upon him. So interestingly enough, Rashi quotes the thing. He's actually quoted this in the virtual drasha as well. Rashi says, He saw that the way that they set up their tents is that they made sure that the entrance ways of the tents were not opposite each other. This way one person should not look into the tent of his fellow. And when, when Bilam saw this, when he saw this incredible display of modesty, ultimately the Spirit of God came upon him, and therefore he doesn't end up cursing the Jewish people. And the great Sadiq, the Ma'arva Shemesh, says something so beautiful. He says, what does it mean? What does it mean? That ultimately their doorways were not opposite each other. What does that mean? Now again, on a basic level, we understand it's modesty. It's modesty. You shouldn't see into my home. I shouldn't see into your home. A home is where private activities take place. People want privacy. That's on a basic level. But the Ma'arva Shemesh says something even more beautiful. And he explains, the idea of not looking into the Pesach means, don't look so carefully at people. (laughs) Don't look so carefully. You know, if you look too carefully at anyone, you'll always find something broken. If you look too carefully at any person, you'll always find something in a state of disrepair. That's just the nature of people. No one is whole. No one is perfect. And so sometimes what you need to do is not look so closely. Bilam saw that they didn't look into each other's homes. They didn't look into each other's entranceways. They weren't taking a critical look at one another. You know, I'll give you a marshal. The marshal is, I remember, now this is years ago, when I bought my wife her engagement ring. I bought an engagement ring, and I remember I went to the, I went to the diamond dealer, and he took out a few different types of diamonds. And I looked at them intently. And I was, uh, I was a young kid at the time. And so, and so I looked and I saw this one, I saw that one. And one of them really caught my eye. In retrospect, probably because it was, it was larger. So it shined just a bit brighter. I said, oh, this is the one. 
And the diamond dealer was like a little bit surprised. He's like, really? Is, is, that, is that true? Are you sure you want that one? And I said, yeah, it's gorgeous. See, he showed me something. He gave me the diamond, the loop, you know, like the magnifying uh, loop. He said, take a look. And you look under the loop, you saw this scratch and this imperfection and this and this and, and all this kind of stuff. And I remember thinking as a kid, which I was back then, thinking as a kid, so don't use the loop. Just don't use the loop. Just leave it alone. Just, just don't look. Who's ever looking at their ring, mamish right next to their eye? Just keep it at a distance, and it's magnificent and beautiful. Another muscle. Another muscle. You know, sometimes when people come to give their, look at their esrogim. Now, by an esrogim, it's a mitzvah. It's different. But you'll see someone hold it right up to their eye. First of all, who says in halacha you're supposed to do that? And if you hold anything that close, you're always going to find an imperfection. Whether it's in your esrog, or whether it's on your diamond, or whether it's in your fellow Jew. Hold anyone up to the microscope, and you will find something broken. You will find something damaged. You'll find something in a state of disrepair. And sometimes we have to learn something, even from a bilam, that ultimately the greatest way to succeed as a people is to make sure that our entrance ways do not align with each other. To make sure we don't look into the home of another. To make sure we don't look so deeply into the soul or into the heart of another. To sometimes go ahead and hold the diamond at a distance. Because when you hold the diamond at a distance, and you're not medactic, you're not careful with every single detail of the diamond, it shines bright, it shines beautiful. If you just take a look at another Jew for what he or she is, a beautiful shining diamond, don't zero in on the deficiencies. Don't zero in on the scratches. Don't zero in on the damage. That's how we come to Avas Yisrael. That's how we come to love each and every Jew. And that ultimately is how we will merit the third base. Amen. Wishing everyone a good Shabbos.